Yeah, it's recording. <laughs> oh, don't pretend like you're upset. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's your butt? Good, good morning. 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 How's your butt? Good morning. <laughs> Over to sports. Good morning. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to I Love You Okay. I always picture Ann Curry in my head. Do you? so funny good i just picture morning, some like morning, w- random morning. no always the today show and yeah. she's not even like i don't even she got such a fucking raw deal over there did you ever read that book i have no i never read that but she did get a raw deal oh yeah yeah what's crazy to think that book came out years before any of the the me too stuff with lauer came out oh yeah oh definitely mm-hmm so there's uh, squirrels outside, maybe? No, it's bugs flying against the oh, screen. Oh, flying against the screen. <laughs> good, morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, bugs. Good was, morning. Here, vamp. That doesn't totally close all the way. I'll do my best. Do your best. That's all we can ask of you, Matthew. Everybody, are you doing your best? Is it really your best? Oh, no. Oh, God, the door's opening. Bugs are flying in Matt's mouth. The rubber band broke. There's more in the kitchen. Anyway, welcome to I Love You Okay, the podcast that is about relationships. It's hosted by myself and Matthew. They're around the knob on the cabinet that you pull. (laughs) They've been there since we moved in. And, uh, you know, we talk about things like, you know, rubber bands around. Where do you keep your rubber bands in the kitchen? Do you keep them in the kitchen? They were not on the knob that you think they were on. They were not on the knob that I think that they were on. Does your partner say things like that to you? What kind of a relationship do you have when it comes to rubber bands? I want to know. Where do you keep your rubber bands? Email me. I love you okay pod at gmail.com. Let me know how your partner speaks to you because Matthew's really getting out of control these days. Gina.com. Who the fuck is Gina? Gina. Damn, Gina. Put that thing back or so help me. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> Rubber bands are not on the knob that you said. We're practicing a musical. It's uh, called... Uh, uh, b- the rubber bands were not on the thing that you said. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, jeez. Everything comes back to Monsters, Inc. Well, good morning. How's your quarantine, Matthew? <sighs> good. I was actually watching a old... Um, God, what was she on? I think the Blockbuster Video Awards. The Blockbuster Video Awards. From 1995 to 2001, Blockbuster Video had the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. Now, now, listeners, do you remember Blockbuster Video? Y'all remember going to the Blockbuster Video? Y'all remember getting a card, getting their popcorn? Was there a video store other than Blockbuster? I don't even think we had Blockbuster, I'll tell you. We had you had a video store. No, we must have had Blockbuster. Oh, of course we had a video store. Yeah, but what was it called? Um, Rose Video. Just really? Kidding. No, oh. <laughs> no, that's from Schitt's Creek. Really? Uh, oh. Yes, really. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I think it was a Blockbuster. Yeah, I don't have a name for you. I'm sorry. I didn't care about videos the way you do. Yeah, but I mean, everybody rented movies. We had a couple of them, yeah. 
but I don't I don't remember I mean that's not something that I cared about so it didn't stick in my brain the way that like other things that I cared about stuck in my brain you what know? was the name of the pizza place we had multiple pizza places are you talking about the one Farquarts where <laughs> I <laughs> where I ate doesn't it sound like Lord Farquaad Far, Far, what's his name from Shrek uh yeah it was called Farquarts. It was the best pizza you've ever had in your life. And they had live music. And when I was three, I ate half a pizza by myself. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Emotion other pizza place? The, leader. Um, the other pizza place. I don't know. Pizza Hut. We just go to Pizza Hut. Oh, that's right. It was, yeah. With the yeah. salad bar and mm-hmm. the roof. Yeah. <laughs> and they I would mean, have most places have roofs, but <laughs> Pizza Hut had one of those. <laughs> one of those like a cool distinctive roofs. looking yeah. roof but it was a hut they had pitchers of soda do you remember yes so good. yes so good pizza hut was good kentucky fried chicken and a pizza hut mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right well i'm you satisfied yes pizza mattered to you the name of the video store didn't <laughs> pizza mattered to me the things that are important to me like pizza <laughs> Pizza and um, the clothing stores, shoe stores. What were the shoe music stores? Music stores. What I mean, was the music store called? Ooh, that's a good one. We only had. I actually worked at the music store. Can you believe that? And I can't even remember what it was called. But it was. Was it like a Sam Goody or was it a mom and pop thing? I think it was a mom and pop. It was definitely in our mall. Um. Oh wait. Wait. Uh. It'll come to me. It was just right on the tip of my tongue. We had Payless in the mall. That was our shoe store. Mm-hmm. Um, shoe, that was your shoe source. That was our shoe source. Thank you. It was. It was. It wasn't a store. It was a source. Of pain. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Because when I walked all those blocks in New York, remember that story that I told you about walking? When I first moved to New York, I had an audition. And I was like, it was on like 25th Street. And I was like, oh, I'll just walk from 77th Street in 100 degree heat in Oof. plastic leather shoes leather shoes with no socks on and it was blister city i was very young and naive and had not experienced much in life uh yeah man source of pain the wolves toss her (laughs) toss her to the wolves (laughs) it was probably on the other side of the island too it was on the other side of town i bet not this one the one that i took the bus to was way way you know was actually no but i meant like it wasn't just a straight shot down the avenue you no were i on. had to go yeah exactly i had to go across the right yeah then you're like what the fuck yeah exactly one yeah, of the one of the last times i was in new york if it wasn't even the very last time i was in new york most recent time um i should say when we we put our sh- obviously i went with vince uh for wrestling mm-hmm we put our shit in the hotel and then we walked to the second avenue deli and we were we were staying um like let's say we were staying on like 44th and like 8th Mm -hmm. and then walking from like 8th to second avenue i was just like I have not done this in forever, and this is, I am going to die. <laughs> I know. That's how I felt. It's crazy how to shape you get when you haven't been used to that. Like, I remember walking from Kate's place in Brooklyn to the subway, and I was, and I had my suitcase, and I was just like, what a lazy asshole I have been. 
Well, fuck. I mean, even more so now. That's what I mean. Like No, no, but I mean like beyond being oh, in beyond LA with cars, yeah. it's like Quarantine. now I'm not even I I I've bought two tanks of gas, one on March 13th and one the other day. That's a POP everyone, a point of pride. POP. Pop pop. Pop pop. The I could name all the the pizza places, the record stores, the uh, the video stores. God. Yeah. yeah. We it had a Blockbuster. Like... Blockbuster, there was one in Pawtucket, and then mm-hmm. they took over the major video. Major video, we bring it on home. We bring it on home. I mm. love a good, uh, yeah, perfect. Good so catchphrase good, right? slogan, perfect. Yeah. There was uh, Acme Street video on the east side of Providence, which was smaller and like, you know, weird shit. It's, that's like the only way that a, a smaller place could survive the onslaught of Blockbuster was... Weird shit. Well, because Blockbuster was like, you know... Blockbusters? Well, you couldn't get something NC-17 or off the beaten path, you know? Right. Why didn't you use the internet, Matt? <laughs> Why didn't you just use the internet? You know, it's so funny. I'm, I've been going through those tapes of... um those high school concerts right and i kept putting aside the impulse of like god how do i figure out what the date is on this and i'm like wait no stop you can't just google (laughs) when this show was luckily i had an audio cassette where i i kept track of all the dates of everything thank Um, god you love to keep track of things you're very good at that that was the that the one part of anything that's missing i'm like it doesn't make sense why I wouldn't still have it. Mm. If you want to know what Matt McCarthy's been up to for the last 30 years, look about you. <laughs> I see it all unfolding before my eyes. But yeah, the record stores, Thayer Street, Providence, right, right, right in that sweet spot between Brown University and RISD. Mm-hmm. God. There was Goldie's Records, In Your Ear, which is now in Warren. Oh, yeah. They moved, yep. Tom's Tracks Mm -hmm. was the best. Tom's Tracks was like, and Tom was such a curmudgeonly shit. Just like MySpace, when he took over MySpace. I mean, created MySpace. Different Tom, Tom, different Tom. There's more than one? Tom. What's amazing is that there was a like a strawberries or a sam goody or something yeah it may have been strawberries coconuts coconuts no i don't think it was coconuts that opened like not on thayer street but like down the block Mm -hmm. and it went out of business because the kids were loyal to the local record stores wow is that fucking amazing actually i think there is still a record store in durango do you want to google it that has been open since i was a kid really Mm mm-hmm I do. Do you want to Google it? A doy. A doy. A doy. I remember I did. I helped one of my. I was like an aide to a teacher, and they got me a gift certificate for helping. And I was like, "Oh my god! You mean I can be? I can buy anything I want? I probably bought something like Spice Girls or something." Jimmy's Music and Supply. No. That's it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's see this thing is it's it's ignoring that I asked for Durango, Colorado. It thinks you mean Durango, Mexico? 
No, it's just it's just. What about this one in Silver Lake? It's like what the fuck, guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, you get into your ways, and it's like, do you want to go to Durango, Mexico? Southwest Sound. Yes, dude. Wow. That's it, Southwest Sound. Wow, open since 1976. Dude, I was born in 79, bro. The best five record stores in Durango, Colorado. All right, let's hear it. Southwest Sound, number yep, one. Number one. Um, FYE, wow, four-year entertainment. Oh, my God, FYE. I don't think that's where I worked. I, there's no way you can even get a CD there anymore. Maybe you could. Maybe you can. I don't know. Well, what was weird is we went to Target today, and I was like, it, it dawned up because the Blu-rays player broke. And I was like, oh, why don't I see? They must have one here cheap. And they, they, they would have, but they're all sold. But at first, I couldn't find where they had them. And we were walking by the electronics, and I was like, Jackie, let's check this out. And it was like, they, had, they have like cassette player Walkman. Wow. But I'm like, what? What? At Target? Like, they love nostalgia at Target. For real. But, like, no no DVD players. They they had they had one Blu-ray player, but it was, like, 180 bucks because it's, like, a 4K Ultra. Blah, and I'm like, who the fuck wants that? Yeah. Like, that shit. <laughs> Man, they, they it's, like, nice try. Right. Um, Barnes & Noble. Rocky Mountain One Stop? No. Entertainment. <laughs> that was just called entertainment. Entertainment. That's in Farmington. It's not Farmington's even in, like yeah, thirty-five, forty minutes. I uh, there's no way that your the record store you worked at is still open. No, I don't think so. Wow, Southwest Sound is on Facebook. Oh no! What they closed? Saying goodbye to Southwest Sound, oh, the Durango no. Herald. Oh no, that's my home newspaper. Iconic music shop to close Saturday. This is from 2018. Oh, man. When Robert Stapleton, owner of Southwest Sound, flips off the lights and locks the door behind him Saturday night, he'll be closing the door on an iconic downtown Durango mainstay. Southwest Sound opened in 1977, and Stapleton took over in 2003. Wow. That's a bummer. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Matthew, I'm just Matthew, I'm just reading the, the whole podcast. article. <laughs> You're the one who brought it up. I did not actually. You did. You're the one who told me to Google it. Okay, that's true. Googleable. How's your uh, quarantine going? How's your marriage? How's marriage your relationship? Is great yeah. relationship is great. Yeah. Um, quarantine is great. <laughs> quarantine is great. Um, no end in sight. No end in sight. I don't know if you knew that. Right. I I just gathered, you know. Worse off now than we were before. Imagine if everyone had just stayed inside and worn masks. I mean, the real scary thing is that it's air. They're saying it's airborne now, not just through like droplets of mucus and shit, but like actually lingers in the air for up to three hours. Which is terrifying. That's crazy. I know. Like all. I mean, they don't know, but no, I mean, but that's, all these scientists crazy, are right. saying are urging the WHO to like say to confirm it to like put the reports out. You know. Well, we don't fuck with the H WHO anymore. Trump's mad at them. Oh no! Well, I love Trump, so I cannot 
wait for him to just fucking vanish. God, I mean, he's just the biggest piece of shit. Like, what a fucking baby piece of shit. I mean, you know, I understand if you're out there, you're listening, and you're racist, and you love him, but, (laughs) like, he's just such a whiny little bitch, you know? I understand if you, you know, you hate brown people, and you love his politics, but he's just such a little bitch. Yeah, he's a real whiny little bitch. I mean, he even, like, he, like, quotes people, and on his own... Twitter, he'll like write out a quote. He like wrote out a quote from Sean Hannity being like, yeah. Trump is so and so. And it's just like, dude, your daddy never loved you. Okay. Right. I'm sorry. Get over it. It's like, we get it. You don't love your children except for this, the daughter that you want to bang. Seriously, that's so fucked. It's creepola. It's so creepy. I mean, like, what has he said in private? Because it's, we're basing this off of, tv interviews he's done yeah you can always tell the the way that people act at home by the way they act in public because it's always you know it's at least 50 percent worse at home sure at least right oh god just go away yeah i mean you know i was watching i've been watching a lot of patriot act lately um with hassan minhaj i want to make sure i say hassan minhaj no it's hassan Minhaj, Minhaj. I was learning how to say it properly. I'm sorry. I'm going off of years of his name being mispronounced at comedy exactly. shows. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. he finally. I'm not correcting you. I'm saying that's what how it's properly. And s- I'm saying I'm racist. So. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to get across is I'm part of the problem, right. Glennis. <laughs> well, he he corrected Ellen kind of famously. Because his name is always mispronounced. And then he had this kind of bit about people of, you know, from different cult, from different countries who come to America or whose parents, you know, came to America. Like they always have their American name, you know. So he said that at open mics, he used to give the name Sean in the beginning because some open mic host was like, oh, yeah, no one's going to be able to pronounce your name. You got to pick something different. And he was like, is that a thing? So he started calling himself Sean. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, it's you've, it's very rare that you find that now, but I mean, that's like the oldest yeah. trope in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to change your name. I mean, people coming into the country, they were their names were changed. Like, nah. Oh, you got brown shoes on. We're gonna call you Br- Mr. Brown Shoes. That's right, ten speed and brown shoe. Uh, the <laughs> oh, both of you, shit, you have to I live together now. That. Ten you speed and brown shoe. That's who you two are. You gotta solve crimes together. You. Vito Corleone, move <laughs> next. Right, you. I brought the cannoli. All right, uh, I carry the watermelon. Yeah. So I think Luke Maha. I'm. I feel like they changed the family's name. because uh, it used to be Mar. I think when they came over. Maha is like it does not. It's not. It does not sound the way it's spelled. No, it's spelled like. Mia. Meager. Oh, yeah. M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Yeah. Maha. Anyway, what was I saying? Something about... You you, and only you know how to pronounce his name. And I you've literally been just a lot watched that clip today, so that's Patriot why I remember that. Well, I mean, you have to clarify it, f- certainly for me, because you you straight up said to me, we should start watching Patriot Act more. And I'm like... 
the Harrison Ford movie. <laughs> we just watch it every day. I'm it's like, on once a week. I'm like, I will watch Har- more Harrison Ford movies with you. <laughs> yes. Harrison Ford, National Treasure. I don't have a problem with Harrison Ford. Um, but I don't remember what I was saying. What was I saying about the show? Well, oh, about voting. He did yeah. a really interesting um, piece about voting and about how why Trump was elected elected. I mean, I'm not going to go into all of it because I'll probably get some of it wrong, but it's really interesting. You should look it up. Most um, of it. Mm, <laughs> most of it. Is I it, like to read. Was it, is it more than one thing? Uh, so he's talking about like negative partisanship and how that's a big, a big reason why, you know, people um, like the wrong people get elected. And um, then they were taught, he was talking about what is negative partisanship? Um, it's when, I mean, we're, it's just too, it's like everybody under the democratic tent is against everybody under the uh, Republican tent. They're just pitted against each other, you the know, left, right paradigm. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. um, and the other thing that he, it wasn't like a majority win. It was that whoever gets the most votes wins but in this other see i'm I'm not getting i'm forgetting all of the terms he used the electoral the, college no it's not the electoral college mm-hmm. it's that i wish i could remember the name of it but it's like okay so let's say you you vote for your top three choices so or four choice you could have multiple candidates so you vote for you know this one's f- you rank them this one's first this one's second this one's third this one's fourth so whoever gets the the least amount of votes gets knocked out. Ringo. The vote <laughs> exactly. His vote. The people who. Um, and then his votes would get redistributed to George. To George, and then and the rest of them. I can't remember the other Beatles' names. And then <laughs> and then <laughs> and then it would be so whoever gets over fifty percent of the votes automatically wins. But if they don't. That I'm doing a terrible job explaining it. This so is why watch Patriot Games, it. everyone. <laughs> watch Patriot Games. Uh, I, I just want him to go away. Yeah. And if he could go to prison, too, that'd be great. If, <laughs> that if would he be could, amazing. That would be amazing. If he could just be uh, humiliated, like... Is if, he... Is he humiliate? Can you humiliate him? Oh, my God. That's why he fucking... Of course. He li- he reads the fucking replies on Twitter, dude. Yeah, that's true. He fucking spent how much time talking about what, like drinking the glass of water at West Point and walking down the ramp? He spent right. so much time like explaining walking down that ramp. Right. It's like this is a man with no skin. Yeah. Very fragile. Oh, he's fragile. He's very very fragile. <laughs> He was a conscientious objector. Now I'm just quoting Big Lebowski. <laughs> He's got heel spurs, Glennis. That's why he couldn't walk down that ramp so fast. Amazing. He's got so many heel spurs. It's just incredible. And he was elected. Kind he of. Was, but he didn't really win. He didn't get the majority vote. No. So it's fucked. It's just fucked. Our system is totally fucked, and it's not gerrymandering or the electoral college. It's really the way in which the system is, you know, I'm going to stop talking about it. (laughs) I like to start talking about things that I can't really 
back up. I have so much information in my head, but it's all little fragments of different things. I have trouble focusing. You're like a great composer. <laughs> Am I? I have all these little pieces, and one day I'm going to bring them all together. Right. I, I have my moments. There are things that I can definitely focus on. and You've got moments, get minutes, hours, days. fucking story. But yeah, right, bro. Yeah, right now. If Russia could, you know, release the, the, the urination tape, that would just be fabulous. Ooh, wouldn't that be so good? The Supreme Court's deciding on those tax returns this week. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So a one-man court, it's just it's up to John Roberts which way he decides. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Decide. Decide. I just, I just, anything to get more people to turn against Trump. That, that's. He's doing a great job. He's don't doing worry. a great job. He's doing a great job. I don't, I don't trust it. I don't know. I mean, I really, I want to believe that he will never get reelected, but I don't know. It, there's no, there's no moderates left for him. There's no, there's no independence left for him. I mean, his base, his, his voter base is all racists. So, and they're being revealed every day. Every day. I mean, did you see the video? There's this video of this guy walking. Even with if a they're gun. not racist, they're just dumb. Right. Ignorance. Um, there was a video of a guy who was just like walking around his house, just like, I wish you would. I wish you would. He's like, got a gun. He's just spouting all this racist shit, white dude, obviously. And he's just like, I wish you would. I wish you'd give me an excuse. And then, boom, cut to a video like an hour later. He's like, I really, uh, I want to apologize for what I said. And uh, I really, I didn't mean it that way. It's just like, no, dude, you're fucking racist. Like, if you didn't understand that what you were saying was racist, what the fuck? What is wrong with people? They think that putting videos out online is just like sending it to your mom? What? I, I, I just, I don't know. I think they're used to getting away with it. Like they're used to people just being like, "Oh yeah, what are you gonna do?" And now it's like shining the spotlight on these people, you know. I just, I, I think, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I guess it's a case of people truly not expecting there to be anybody listening. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yep. Glennis is already yawning. Mm. It's three o'clock in the morning. It's not. How's your quarantine, Matt? It's it's uh it's really it's really taken a while. <laughs> well, time takes time, you know. I mean, I'm certainly used to it. Um, I'm really not in very much fear. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it's definitely doesn't feel like this thing is going to be, you know, uh, wrapping up soon. No, especially not because, especially because <laughs> winter is coming. Winter's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also, it's going to be like the hottest summer ever oh my god it's already so hot yeah it's gonna be gross 
Well, I think a, what a lot of people are doing is like finding one family to kind of, you know, quarantine with, for lack of a better, you know, term. Like they're not living together, but you just hang out with that one family. So if we can h- hang out with the family, our friends that have a pool, then we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I see. Hi, C. How would you like a nice Hawaiian punch? I'd love that right now, actually. A Hawaiian punch? Sounds great. Ice cold. I haven't had one in fucking forever. I know. I can still taste it, though. Oh, yeah. That that stays with you. Mm-hmm. High C? Mm-hmm. I couldn't, couldn't place it. Maybe the Ecto Cooler. That ha- became... That yeah, was, I don't know. Uh-uh. That was the... That, that almost... Like got like that almost became like a like fruity pebbles cocoa pebbles like transcended, just some, you know, movie, TV tie-in. I I don't know if I've ever had it. I'm sure I have, but I can't. It's the one with it. Slimer from Ghostbusters on I don't the know box. Which one it was, but I maybe I think maybe I I had it while I was babysitting some kids. Like sure, I, yeah. I don't think it's still around. No, I don't think so. But it's like. The fact that like fruity pebbles is still a thing is wild. Yeah. With it's Fred and Barney. Fred and Barney are yeah. on the cover. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like Flintstones are classic, you know. The Flintstones are still in your face. <laughs> I was reading. That's what why I brought it up. The Blockbuster Awards. Jane Krakowski was on it, and this is like 1999, and uh, she was going to be or she was betty rubble in the upcoming prequel like viva rock vegas or something right which didn't do too well classic but then i was like i couldn't remember who played betty rubble in the first one. Oh, wasn't it um wow interesting if only there was some way to look this up. I looked it up, so I already know. Oh. Okay, hold on. Hold on. It was Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, do right. you remember who played Fred Flintstone? John Goodman? There you go. Uh, f- it was The budget was $40 million. Mm-hmm. That movie made $350 million. Flintstones, man. The fucking Everybody Flintstones, loves the Flintstones, bro. And yet, where are the Jetsons? That's what I want to know. Where? It's amazing are the that they, yeah, they went for a a like a second like of like a B list prequel with like a new cast of essentially nobodies. Mm-hmm. You know, make the fucking Jetsons. Meet George Jetson. That's what it's called. Meet George Jetson. Come his on. His boy, Elroy. Come on. Daughter, Judy. Jane, his, his wife. wife. Rosie. I mean, I wanted to live in the Jetsons. I fucking loved the Jetsons. We're still waiting for those moving sidewalks. <laughs> no, we're not. They're everywhere. I just wanted one of those assistants who I'd wake up and they'd be like, Here's your day, my little robot floating in the air, and then you could put the little hair dryer over my head, and my hair would be done, and my face would be done. What a fun movie! Who wouldn't want that movie? The little sounds that the 
How they, good was that? They definitely never made it, right? I. They never you made it. You would know. Why movie, are you asking right? me? You would know. A live action Jetsons movie? No way, dude. Who would play George Jetson? Tom Hanks. Yeah. Chet Hanks' dad. Do you want to do a Chet check? Do I sure. even have my phone? I do. I have mine. Oh, Chet was on the uh, on Patriot Act. <laughs> they were was? Talking. Yeah. They show that clip of him do- from the uh, awards carpet. Oh, God. I know. Well, that's when we first really met him. Boop, boop, boo-doo. Jane, his wife. Chet check. Chet check. Everybody want to have a chet check. Chet check. Chet check. Everybody want to have a chet check. All right. So far, Chet Hanks is... What is he doing? Where are you, Chet? What you doing, Chet? Taking some time. Nothing. Wow. Okay, well now... He just... He does Instagram stories and then they're gone. We got to do a better job. We're really dropping the ball i should wake up every morning and somehow videotape with your phone his instagram stories there so that we go. can have them forever there you go i'm just looking up uh who sampled i'm looking up the jetsons and the flintstones to see who sampled those well the greatest of all time is the dickies did eep up or uh-uh that came up yeah well there's just some Bedrock Twitch from the Flintstones, New Neighbors, the Flintstones meet the orchestra family, Fred's 12 Days of Christmas, A Christmas in Bedrock, is a cover of the 12 Days of Christmas. I, I was hoping you'd know that. It's a great app, everybody. Download Who Sampled. Did it bother you that in the end, the end credits they had a cat, like a saber-toothed tiger, that... I don't ever remember showing up during the one the that course jumped of through the, the window. Right. And then he, I mean, there was a lot going on with this cat, too. It was like we got this cat's whole backstory. We understood his character, his, like, wants. And yet we never met him. I mean. I feel like it was even part of the song. Like, they might have sang additional lyrics at the end where it's like, maybe that cat will stay up for the night. What? I mean, I think when they had pebbles and bam bam it was like well what if the cat the cat would definitely eat the kids so maybe that's why i don't know it's funny that the cat was a cat and the the dog was a brontosaurus right a baby brontosaurus yeah also dinosaurs and humans living together i mean there were some plot holes. You ever see the cigarette commercials with Fred and Barney? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I think I have. Yeah. On YouTube with you. Probably. Yeah, YouTube. Hey, YouTube. Yell tube. I don't know. My quarantine's going fine. It's just... Uh, I don't know how I'm going... To, I just don't... What? What? What is the future? Is there a future? When do we stop yeah. doing this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when there's a cure, you know, when there's a vaccine. 
but then you've got the anti-vaxxers. So you got to deal with them. Um, you know what I was watching? I was going through some old tapes. I found the first episode of the Jenny McCarthy show. Oh, yeah. The sketch show on MTV. Mm-hmm. I, w- I watched it on Fast Forward. I didn't go back. To, I just wanted to see what was on the tape. I'm, I've been looking for something. A high school concert. I just can't believe that it's... Okay. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. I didn't realize her and Melissa McCarthy were cousins. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, they have the last name and everything. Although we're not cousins with them. We're not cousins with either of them. And we're not related, just in case you guys were wondering. But it was like, at one point they're interviewing Melissa McCarthy, and this is, you know... 97 or something. Right. Well, I don't know what the future is, but... It almost felt like she was more like Jenny McCarthy's assistant. I mean, clearly she was a performer. She was doing stand-up and groundlings and stuff. Yeah. Well, she may have been. I mean, who knows? Right. Gotta make money somehow. Fuck. If my cousin's ultra-mega-famous and they keep throwing her... TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. I'll hang out. She passing it back to Melissa, Car- Melissa to Jenny McCarthy now. Is Melissa passing it back to her? No, Jenny's busy. She doing good. She, no, she well, no. how's she doing? She anti-vaxxing all over the right. Place? That's what made me bring it up. I know. Yeah. Well. Well, she dragged Jim Carrey into that whole thing. I know she did. Relationships, guys. Yeah, relationships. That's what this is about. You got to stand by your spouse. Yeah, do you, though? I mean, I guess you do. I don't know. I never, I just, I always saw him, and maybe I'm wrong. Trust me, I was not playing very close attention to Jenny and Jimmy or her crusade to stop vaccines because she said they caused autism. Right. Um, didn't she also say that she stopped her son from being autistic by mm-hmm. like rubbing his hand or head or something? Uh, I mean, I can't really remember what she said, but I know she said she stopped it. Right. She fixed it. Yeah. It's a dubious claim. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you do? I mean, that's, that's the dangerous part about like codependency. It's like, what do you do when your partner is like all of a sudden has these beliefs? Well, it's uh, what I was going to say was it always seemed like he was supporting her, but I don't ever recall him saying, yeah, these vaccines are causing autism. Yeah, and when it's something that big, and especially if it's your child, then, yeah, your partner's kind of got to support you. You can't have differing opinions on that. That's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker, ladies. That's a deal breaker, ladies. I guess so. I guess it is. You can't. I would think. I get, you can't just stand there and be like no comment when really but you yeah you have to have a comment at least to her to your partner like you have to have a stance you have to support your partner well I mean a, two public figures and frankly he's clearly the much bigger figure uh, disagree you think Jenny McCarthy is more famous than Jeez. Jim Carrey? 
<laughs> yeah, Matt. God, you're such a sexist. Do you think she's funnier than Jim Carrey? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I tell you, watching the sketches on, because that show did not last very long. No. Watching those sketches on Fast Forward, I was just like, she got so many, because uh, she also had a like a sitcom. She did. Jenny. She had a sitcom. She had a talk show. I don't remember the talk show. Yeah, our friend uh, was the warm-up comic, Katina. Katina was the warm-up comic? on. I went to go see the Jenny McCarthy talk show because Katina was working on it. Terrible. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, she was dating Donnie Wahlberg and they were like laying on the floor together, canoodling. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Why am I wasting my day here? Yeah, I'd never. It's so funny that it was like. I never found her that funny. No, not really. Thought she was kind of obnoxious. Yeah, she was just like one of those hot girls that I wished I was because she was so hot. And everybody was like, she's so weird and gross and hot. Ugh. Right. It was, I feel like that because I'm watching it. I started running through my head. I was like, why didn't it work? And I'm like, is it, it, it was this thing of like, oh, I'm so fucking hot, but I'm also just going to talk about farts. Yeah. That's and it. And it's just like, it's fucking gross. Whereas Pamela Anderson, far less talented, far less personality, maybe even negative personality. <laughs> And made it as a quote-unquote serious actress on Baywatch. Quote-unquote, yes. Yeah, like a soap actress. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe that was the problem because they kept trying to make Jenny the focus of the show instead of just, you know, being part of an ensemble. Because yeah. it was like, because how many people, it's like Hasselhoff, I Not can't Jenny. Even you said Jenny. You're talking about Baywatch? No, I am talking about oh, Jenny. Okay, okay. Because it was like, oh, well, she's got to be the star of the show. She's got to be the star of the sitcom, mm -hmm, the sketch show, mm -hmm, the yeah. movie. And none of it worked. Right. The talk show, none of it worked. Whereas Pam Anderson was at least part of a gigantic cast on Baywatch where it's like you got the Hoff, you got her, CJ, I believe is her character's name. CJ. What was his son's name? I thought oh, CJ I no was idea. his son. I'm oh. pretty sure she was CJ. The only reason I oh. know is I just watched an episode with a wrestling uh, uh, manager. Jimmy Hart was on it. Mm. Yeah, I used to get really uncomfortable when Baywatch would come on because I would get all the feelings in my body. And then family would, my mom would be around or uh -huh. Randy would be around. And I would be like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. I just never really thought about that until now. Ba you what you were attracted to everybody on Baywatch? It was across the board attracted to everybody except that brunette. She with the with the bob flat butt. She reminded me of my stepmom, and I hated her, so I didn't like her. And she worked on a beach, which and which her Sandy, and her name was Sandy. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> what if it no, just started crying? No. <laughs> make a remake of the i mean they should at least make i was thinking brian cranston as george judson hmm. yeah he would be good yeah tom hanks is a little too um he doesn't do comedy very much anymore he really doesn't 
He's very funny, though. He's so fucking funny, but mm-hmm. he's like he's really locked into this, you know. Yeah. Something serious, something World War Twozy. He's a little above it, if I'm being honest. He's a little. It's. I don't know that I could. F- When's the last time he was funny in a movie? Because he's obviously funny when he does SNL, but it's like. Right. What about Ryan Reynolds as George Jetson? He's like gone too potty mouth with Deadpool. Mm, yeah. He's too edgy. Okay. Okay. Timothy Chalamet. Ugh. <laughs> he's got to be put upon because George is always getting st- like yeah. caught in the escalator ah, and shit. Like, get Jane. me off this crazy thing. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. Can you imagine him doing like? No, I can't imagine him doing physical comedy because we watched that oh, firefighter, firefighter movie. movie. How was it? Oof. Jack Oof. loved it. He loved it. Jack loved it. He thought it was He funny. still, we were driving down Victory Boulevard and he suddenly recognized the block we were on. And he goes, is the movie theater over here? And I'm like, yeah, there's a movie theater over there. He goes, that's where I saw the firefighter movie with Mommy and John Cena. Mm. That is, was that the movie? I can't remember. We went to that $3 movie theater That's to see it. something. Yeah. yeah. Because there's played... like a strip club across the street. And I'm like, he's like, is that oh, the yeah. movie theater? I'm like, no, no, no. The VIP club. They played before the movie at that $3 theater, the Royal Cinema or whatever, Regal Cinema. Yeah. They played the trailer to Bad Boys. Bad and, Boys for Life. Yeah, dude. And they were like shooting people and saying bad words. And I was like, oh my God. I picked Jack up and ran out of the theater. Should have complained. You could have. I did. Some... I got free tickets. Oh well, then I was right. You should have complained. I you would have gotten free tickets. <laughs> I mean, the manager was like, "Oh, are, are you?" Even before I said anything. Oh. Yeah. Somebody fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, lots oh. of moms were coming out of that theater to say, "What the fuck, dude?" Not just me. I'm white. I know, but not just me. We're white I'm women. Not the only one talking to the manager uh you're a white woman holding a baby are you here to complain (laughs) ma'am right (laughs) actually yes i am i don't know i don't know actors anymore (laughs) there's no movies anymore it's fucking it's it's ridiculous it's weird like memorial day weekend i was like i wonder what movies were supposed to come out this weekend well, are, do you think they're going to start like releasing movies that they were like, oh, let's shelf this. It's not it's not it's not as good as this other movie that we're going to release. And like, I feel like that's going to happen with TV shows and movies. They're going to just start releasing shit that they never released that like got thrown into the vault or well, whatever happens to movies. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, they're just, you know, uh, like Netflix, there's a bunch of new shit on there. And mm-hmm. You know, they're probably going to start doing is like, although my friend is a PA on The Voice and they just started to film The Voice. Thank God they just started to film. This is The Voice. Uh, but if they started doing like motion capture and everybody was just like CGI'd from Ugh. now on, how horrible would that be? Ugh. I mean, like it would just be so upsetting to watch a whole movie. It's hard enough to watch a movie. Great. That's great. Like, um like Planet of the Apes or something where you're like, okay, this is well done. 
it's a little hard to get used to the CGI with the, you know, faces and everything, but because but it looks good. But it know? looks good. But I mean they're supposed to be like, you know, they're they're acting and crying. Right. And but it's like even like I mean but I mean that's the technology's so much better now than even when like Lord of the Rings. Right. In Lord of the Rings it was like, all right, Gollum's a fucking drawing, but it's a drawing on top of a dude. Right, right. I don't know. It's just I I I, I would love to go to the movies, but that ain't happening. Mm-mm. I don't think that they're, I think they're just waiting. They're waiting. Cause like we're, we're at the toy section and we're looking at, you know, they have a Lego set for wonder woman 84. And I'm like, right. That movie is like, they're waiting to release in the movie theater. They're it's waiting. Not gonna be there until was a, 2024. there was a black widow, you know, yeah. Set. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, these movies haven't come out yet. I mean, yeah, I get it. I mean, those movies, it's not like Trolls World Tour that you can release and it'll be like, great. Everybody's going to watch it with their kids because they have nothing else to do. It's going to be That's great it. on a TV screen because you know, it's a cartoon. Who cares? Like both of the big releases, we got both of them, Trolls World Tour and then the Scooby-Doo one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mo- watching movie was su- movies going to the movie theaters was such a big part of my life, our life together. And Jack's and life. And Jack's life. Yeah, exactly. So I would even take him, you know, on the weekends to New Beverly, depending on what was going. Yeah, exactly. God, those, the spooky, the Halloween cartoon club we went to. So fun. God, that was the best. Yeah. I feel like he was the only kid in the whole theater that was like, way into and especially his age group maybe some of the older kids appreciated it but he was way into the uh james mason reading the telltale heart right oh yeah we watched it when he got home oh yeah so into it and then the uh the tim burton one read by vincent price right God, he loved it. Cool we've wa- we've watched Frank and Weenie. I know. At I least couldn't believe when now. I saw. I was like, I can't believe we haven't watched Frank and Weenie. This movie's so good. So good. Yeah. That's what we were in the middle of watching, and he's just like, "Can we go to a cemetery?" <laughs> I'm like, absolutely. You bet, buddy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, because I have been out and have worked, you know, I. This is much preferable, I will say, like being at least safe, you know, uh, not thinking about that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, so there is a part of me that's like, as long as it takes to, to make sure that we're all safe. Um, yeah, I mean, as long as we're all safe and healthy, but then it's also we need to be taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Plus, like, I mean, it is bad for our bodies to be this. I mean, it, it is. We can obviously move a lot more than we do, but it's going to get really fucking hot. And like, you know, it's just bad for your bodies to be that this sedentary and and not. I do keep thinking much. about that episode of The Office where he's like reading like, you know, every 10 minutes or every, you know, for 10 minutes, get up and walk around and you need 10 minutes of standing 10 minutes of walk and he's like 
it's like all these different things and he's like oh my god well you you do all this it's gonna take like 40 minutes and then like <laughs> like craig sitting there and just like do it all at the same time <laughs> same 10 minutes yeah exactly um yeah standing desk standing desk or just like setting alarms to like do something like that chase after a four and a half year old perhaps i mean really that's a great workout just do everything he does remember when you were trying doing that at the playground yeah yeah it was not easy woof yeah it was not easy i couldn't last very long i could do what he did but i'm like my knees are not able to do that and i cannot do this for longer than like 30 minutes it was insane he just it's insane (laughs) our bodies are amazing at four right well christ just watching these videos of me and my buddies at like 16 yeah 17 it's like the amount of times we're just smacking each other in the heads (laughs) or like pushing each other down or just like (laughs) i'm like at one point it's like we keep slipping and like we're in a concrete basement and we've all like fallen down at one point or another and this is years before jackass we weren't even trying to do this we were just boys right but i remember at one point like every movie we made vin mcginn and mark geary had a fight scene yes (laughs) and at one point they're like wrestling and then mark tackles Vinny down into a steel post of like a chain link fence and as soon as i saw that i was like oh my god i remember Vinny talking about how bad that hurt and it was like it bothered his back for like oh, a couple shit. days <laughs> and i'm like if that happened to me now i would be in traction right right yeah i also cannot believe how skinny i was oh i know i mean i wasn't but I mean, I don't know what, I was captain of my swim team. I don't know why, like, I thought I was, I guess just because I, there was no muscle tone, no definition. I was just skinny. Yeah. I remember one guy being like, how come you're not as defined as the other guys on the swim team? I'm like, oh my God, dude. And I'm like, great. Thank you for giving me something to talk about in 25 years. Wow. You should have said, how come you're checking out my body, bro? Yeah. I'm like well, how you got come a crush on me? Like how come you're still here? <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean I think that in our case like I mean who knows what it's going to look like going forward with like acting and stuff, you know, who knows how that will change, but I feel very lucky because our house is based in solution and I know what, no matter what happens, like we're getting much better at communicating, mm-hmm. you know, and that to me, that makes me feel safe because, you know, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like I feel the most scared when I don't know what's going on or I can't communicate with somebody that personally, even, even like take the pandemic out of it and I feel scared not being able to like communicate with someone and know what's going on. So, you know, I mean that, that sets my mind at ease. I have great relationships with people. I talk to people all day long on online and on zoom and, 
you know, so I mean, I'm not lacking in that department and I feel really grateful for that because if I was to feel isolated right now and alone, that would be truly devastating for my mental health. It would be really, really bad. So I feel, I I, feel okay. Right. The only thing for me is there is a, a lack of, um, just free time and not even free time because it's just time that I can dedicate to just work. Well, I thought we talked about that though. Like just alternating days. Which is, which will be great. Yeah. It was just, you know, at first it was like, for me, my mindset was, School has to be the priority. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then you were starting the process of going back to work, mm-hmm. and then, like, was dealing with that. I and I think the other big problem, and it's and it's mine, is um, I'm not my sleep apnea is not being treated uh, fully. Right. I'm actually, I I need to call them back. Uh, I'm doing another sleep study next week. Oh, wow. Next Friday, the 17th. Is that next week or? At the place? Maybe that. Yeah. Yeah, it's next week, I think. Wow. Do you want to talk about that for a minute so I can pee? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. There are two kinds, well, I guess three. There's two kinds of sleep apnea, obstructive and central. And then the third kind is a mixture of both. I have a mixture of both. Obstructive means uh, the airway physically is closing, and it causes that (coughs) snoring bullshit. Um, And so they, they have what's called a CPAP which just shoots bullets into you. No, it, sh- it shoots air, just a, a constant stream of air. Uh, and they f- figure out what pressure is needed to keep that airway open. The other kind, which I also have, is central apnea, which means it's my brain will just stop me from breathing. Every so often my brain's just like, Eh, turn that off. We don't need that. And so I need, I guess it's called a BiPAP, and I I don't know the ins and outs of what it does for me, but it's it's supposed to stop it from happening. Because I'm just exhausted, and I'm more exhausted now than... Because it's also... I think what adds to my exhaustion is a lack of, um, you know, there's just not a ton of exercise that happens. We've been going for longer walks with the dog in the morning. Yeah, but now it's getting so hot. And now it's getting so hot that it's just kind of like, oh, fuck, if we don't do it right away. You and me and yoga. You and me and yoga. I will say it on a <laughs> microphone. I, I want to commit to doing novice beginner fat guy yoga tomorrow yes that's right let's get up in the morning 
and do novice beginner fat guy yoga. That at least too, Jackie will do that with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. He's so flexible. His little fucking noodle body. His little fucking noodle body. This guy, he's got a little fucking noodle body. I love him. He's got a little biscuit face and a little noodle body. <laughs> he's got a bowl full of broth. He's a little rubber hose cartoon, this guy. I love him. He's so cute. I so love him. cute. I love him. We're going to keep him and I love him. So wait, what were you saying? You were saying Well, what? your sleep is not good. Right. So in moments where I do have downtime... It's hard to stay awake, um, and that really never used to be the case. Right. Are you drinking water? I'm drinking water. Are you, though? Yeah. <laughs> not not right now. I'm talking to you. Uh, okay. What do you think the water is? Okay. You just said that water helps you feel more awake when you drink it in the morning. Um... Uh, well, it definitely gets my engines going better than if I just drink three cups of coffee and nothing else. Like if I, I need to eat something, I really only have one cup of coffee in the morning now. If, if, if I even have one, I'm not having as much coffee at all. Well, you know, I mean, going to bed earlier, not staying up till one o'clock in the morning, you know, that's not every night. Right, but it does but make it, a difference. Yes, but it, because there is a a feeling of like this is my the only time I have. Right, but I, it happens during the afternoon, like, like. No, I know that's usually when we get tired is the three o'clock slump. I mean, that's that's when our bodies are like, all right, night time for a nap. But I think now having these alternating days is going to help a lot because you'll have more yeah. time. I think worldwide there should be mandatory nap time. Right. I think they do that in a lot of countries. Yes. That those are the countries we need to live in. We should live in them, yeah. We should live in those all those countries. All of them at once. <sighs> White women. Um you know, but yeah, it's it, the the reason I brought it up is cuz I'm like even if I was in a situation in the quarantine where I was apart from you and Jackie. I still, I feel like I'm at a place in my life where I'm, I would, I would find a positive use for my time. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I believe you. <laughs> Well, even beyond just the stuff, like I would, there's a lot of writing that I could be doing. That it's it, it, it's it's only in a matter of um, I would need a a larger slice of time just to get going. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's why it's going to be good. I think. Right. Because right now my priority when I do have downtime is either to to just try to read, which is an important part of writing, mm-hmm. um, or you know work on the podcasts, either watch wrestling or videotape. Yeah. Yeah. Or be in a relationship. Or be in a relationship. <laughs> <sighs> We're almost done with season four of Community. 
We are. It's been not as terrible as I thought it was going to be. It was such it. a, but like the beginning of the season was such a stark difference oh from God, the previous. It was a halt. It was a halt. Yeah. It, it made was, me hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. <laughs> it was a startling, like, shift. Yeah, it was a, just a speed bump in the, I mean, it'll be great to see them get back to what it yeah. was you oh know my god um what was i gonna say you just were talking about getting work done and writing work done um alternating days i mean it's you know i think people are like how can how i mean we've talked about this before but people are like how can it must be so hard to have kids in quarantine I'm like, it's so, it's nice to have ki- a kid in quarantine. Like, it's nice to have that, like, youthful exuberance around you in the midst of right. all this. Because, like, we go pain. to Target and, like, people are wearing their masks and people are tense and some people are dorks and dopey. And then Jackie's just like, oh my God, the big cute dog. And he just runs over to like the target dog and he's just hugging this thing. And I'm like, okay, let's try not to touch things while we're here. Yeah. And he's like, but he's so cute. <laughs> he's so funny. This big giant plastic dog, know. you know? And so sweet. Yeah, people are always asking me, they're like, you know, how's, how's he doing? How's he taking it? I'm like, he's four and a half. He's just like, okay, this is what's going on. All right. Kids are so resilient. It's like he's like he's learning the alphabet at the same time as being in quarantine. Yeah, it's it, w- there is that's that's what childlike faith is mm-hmm. because you're just like okay. Yeah, I mean that's why we have even if our parents are completely inept and they are even if they are monsters, we are like everything's going to be okay. That's our. That's our coping mechanism as a child. We're just like, everything's going to be fine. I trust my parent, you know? Like, right. And then as you get older, obviously, <laughs> that faith goes away in your parent. But, you know, you just see them the, more as human. Hopefully. It's even the way he says, okay. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't just say, okay. He goes, okay. Yeah. He says it just like that exactly. every time. I mean, for a little while, he kept saying, if you say so so funny because <laughs> i think i would say that to him he would be like mom so and so is this and so and so is this and i'd be like okay if you say so <laughs> i don't know i don't know what you're talking about but sure <laughs> you know what he was saying all day today poop <laughs> will you ever like <laughs> it's so funny because i was texting my friend hawkins and then i went to my computer and started texting them and then Later in the day, I came back to my phone <laughs> to text him from my phone, and I opened it up, and it just said poop. <laughs> I hadn't sent it. And I realized that I was telling them about, because we were talking about, like, going out into nature, and, like, that was a way to, like, feel more at peace, you know, and calm. And I was like, I'm going to take Jack out into nature today. And then I told them about how we tried to go up into the mountains, and then Jack had to poop <laughs> halfway up the mountain. Right. So we had to poop outside. And uh, and that he was disappointed and there was a little he got a little like, you know, had a little accident in his pants. And so we had to turn around and come home and uh, we were recapping the day 
before he went to bed and I was just like, you know, we did this and we did that and you got to poop outside. And he was like, that was not fun. And I go, yeah, but now you get to tell people you pooped outside. And he was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Kids are the best. There is like, I see people online being like, you know, okay, I've finished this show, this show, this show, and this show. What should I watch? Yeah. And I'm like, I, if I, if I, I just don't, like, how long have we been watching Community? Yeah. You know, we watch like one or two a night. Yeah, but you're talking to a binge watcher here, so. I know, but, but even, but like, that's, but that's your thing. I'm just, I'm excited to get things done. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, getting things done, like, what does that mean? What do you mean you're, you're excited to get things done? You're excited to write things? I'm excited to write and okay. shoot things. Oh, okay. I didn't know shooting was part of it, but that's great. I mean. Well, it's also, I'm just, I'm, I'm. I'm a little, I don't know. I just look at like, it's funny. Like I was looking at like, like I look at like the guys from like Always Sunny. Mm -hmm. And it's just, they were like, fuck this. We'll just make our own thing because no one's casting us in their shit. Kind of. was yeah. was basically, it's just like, we just need to do our own shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then also, like, I looked up, like, what what directors didn't go to film school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, aside from, like, Scorsese, it's, like, all my favorite directors, you know. Yeah. Kubrick's. Terry Kubrick's? All the Terry Kubrick's. Kubrick's. Yeah. Terry Gilliam, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even Bogdanovich, I was listening to that TMC podcast with mm -hmm. him and Ben Mankiewicz. And it's just, it's just, it's like everything else where it's like, just do the thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I mean, I, I agree. I just feel like right now, if you're not doing the thing, that's okay. And like. If you're coping or like escaping through watching stuff, that's okay too. You know? Oh, let me be abundantly clear. I don't give a fuck what anyone else is doing. But I can you just said you're looking at people online and they're like watching. What do I watch next? So that's what it sounded like to me. Yes, because I'm because like everything, I'm only viewing it through my own experience and my own scope. Yeah, and I'm like. I would love to be watching a bunch of shows, but I'm not because I, I, I have such a, a window. And I hope it doesn't sound like I'm complaining either, but it's like I have a, a, a window to a, like a finite window to get things done. I also hope it doesn't sound like I'm making excuses. 
No, I just I I I don't know. I mean, what is the point? No, not what is the point. What? There's always a point of making art. Um, and especially if it's something you want to do. I I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that you that that's what you want to do right now. I'm glad that's what makes you feel like good right now. Um I don't like creative stuff is not as fulfilling for me right now. Um but looking at how and I think creative stuff does change can change the world and can change people's minds and stuff, but I can't ra- I guess I just I don't know. I I feel you're more interested in activism yeah. right now. Yeah. Which is great. We need those people too. Yeah, exactly. And if all you can do is just watch stuff, that's good too. And I'm, I know I just said that and I'm saying it again. I'm just saying it because... You, you've been very active and you've watched a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I've watched a lot of stuff, yeah. But I mean, it takes, when it comes to either being creative or being active, it takes a lot of mental um mental strength i guess is the word i'm looking for right now it's like discipline not even discipline so much as like i guess more with uh activist stuff but just like it's it's it can take an emo- an emotional toll but you know um so i don't know i'm just saying like there are people that I wasn't there for a long time. Like I wasn't, I was, I couldn't even like look at my own stuff, let alone like, yeah, I had nothing to give, you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, it's, I'm just trying to be better about letting everybody have their own experience without like feeling like I was, I was mad at people for a while that they weren't doing more, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was judging people for that. And I'm just like, well, you know, either they're not able to or they're not interested. Either way, it doesn't change what I'm doing. So what does it matter? You know? I don't know. I understand. I know you do. I'm not talking just to you, though. (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> talking to everybody i'm talking to all all you people in this room with us all y'all motherfuckers <laughs> i mean that's just the, that i mean it's uh, that's the part of the sameness and you know I, I love being a dad so much and i want to get fulfillment from being creative of course. Yeah. Which is hard to do sometimes it, it, in in this situation, uh, particularly when um you're busy. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh so it's just been I'm excited. But yeah, no, a lot of, like I said, like I watch a movie or a videotape every week. Mm-hmm. I watch a 
you know, as much wrestling as I can fit in because I enjoy it and I do a show about it. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God New Japan Wrestling is back. <sighs> fucking right. WWE, man. <laughs> that fucking place. The way that they've been handling COVID. What a fucking disgrace. Right. I, I, I just, I have no, no <sighs> compassion in my heart for people that do that shit. That put like it's one of the, over lives. Oh. I mean, it's just disgusting. It's also this fucking, you know, this bubble that McMahon lives in. I mean, it's one of these things where I'm like, you don't know what God's will is or why God's will is sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, this idea of, like, put it this way. Like, anytime we've, money's been tight, one of the first, you know, negative thoughts I'll have is like, why did I ever leave that job at WWE? They were right. paying me fucking boatloads of cash. Right. And I love wrestling, but I hated that environment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it was not fulfilling creatively creatively no not at all and that was in uh, fact it was probably the opposite it was probably squashing well towards the end i really noticed because it was like because anytime vince would like take a shit on something i'd be like i don't give a fuck what you think right because i know that this is good and you're just this is just what you do yeah you just shit on other people's stuff because that's just what you do and it got to the point where anytime he praised my work i'd be like i don't give a fuck what you think right like it's you blow with the wind when it that's when it really dawned on me when i was like i felt the same no matter what kind of feedback i got from my work where i was just like i don't give a fuck about this anymore right uh i was like please let pete's fucking show get picked up let's just and th- and again it's just like all the it's like God doing for us what we can't do for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We lost our apartment. Yeah. And we were like, well, fuck it. If we're going to move, let's just move to L.A. Mm-hmm. And then it was still a year of hopping around from gig to gig, a couple pilots here and there, mm-hmm. some really sweet gigs, some stand-up shit, some commercials, and then wham, working on that show for like a cup of coffee. It's crazy how short that show was around for yeah um but always anytime money was tight i'm like why the fuck would i leave wwe right and then looking back on it now i'm like if i was i don't even know if i would be alive if i would ever got have gotten sober you know yeah and like to think of being there now in that environment, with the way that they are handling COVID, it's just like, thank God. Right. Thank God I'm here. Right, right. I mean, you know, it's like, we always talk about, like, God's will versus our will. Right. And, like, I was kind of taught, you know, that everything is God's will, even if it is our will. You know, even if we are forcing ourselves into a direction... It still is God's will because then what usually ends up happening in the case of, you know, 
trying to like grow, you know, internally is like you see that you keep making the same mistakes over and over and then you change, hopefully. Right. Or you suffer. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you suffer over and over until you're ready to change, hopefully. Right. Well, that's it. It's like that's that's the uh, that's the exercise in trying to find the patterns Mm -hmm. because otherwise if nothing changes nothing changes right right i mean i had this incredible moment i don't even think i told you this yet but i had this incredible moment the other day where i was telling one of my friends about the situation that i was in and i sent them something and they were like you know um you deserve better and uh and you will realize that or something. And then they sent me back the text that I had sent to them explaining the situation. And they were like, read this back and imagine it's me sending it to you. And I just broke down and started crying. And I was like, oh my God, I fucking did it again. I put myself in this situation again. And I could see the entire timeline of this happening. And I was like, motherfucker. I really, and I knew, like I knew the whole time that I was doing it to some degree, Mm. but I was just like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'm doing it because of this or this is, you know, this is how it'll change things or help me or whatever it is, you know? And it's, and I finally, I finally got what the difference is. It's not that like, it's not that I need to like make I, it's not that I need to do something differently next time. It's that I need to change the way that I feel about myself. Like I need to change yes. how I think about what I deserve in life, you know, and not like I deserve this, but like, how do, what do, what do I think I deserve? Like, do I always take underpaid, you know, sh- jobs? Do I always like, I, I mean, fuck, like, do I fucking use the dog towel to like dry off? Like what, how am I treating myself? You know? Like, these are all things that <laughs> they contribute to my self-esteem, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it took me a, it took me a long fucking time to, to learn that. So even if you hadn't quit that job, you would have maybe continued to make that same mistake or the same patterns over and over until you hopefully learned the lesson, you know? God doing for you. Which wolf are you feeding? Which what? Which wolf are you feeding? That's right. Which wolf are you feeding? Yeah. Inside of everybody? Like, what did I say it was? Cherokee? Yeah, that's what you said. A boy's talking to his grandfather, and the grandfather's like, you have two wolves inside of you, a good one and a bad one. The bad one's full of jealousy, fear, regret, Hate, anger, selfishness, self-seeking, dishonesty. And the good wolf is full of joy, freedom, happiness, creativity, love, acceptance, serenity. And they're fighting. And those two wolves are fighting each other to the death. And the little boy's like, well, which one's going to win? And grandpa's like, whichever wolf you feed. Right. The grass is always greener 
where you're watering the grass. Right. You know. Yeah, which is so funny because my friends, we always call each other, the, we, w- we always call ourselves the wolf pack. Oh, the wolf pack showed up. Bum, bum, <laughs> bum, bum, Don't turn your back on the wolf pack. That's right. Because you might wind up in a body bag. Not in our case. Not in our case. We're very kind. Oh. <laughs> do you even know about the wolf pack i know about my wolf pack i'll send you guys i'll send you your new theme song okay perfect i'll share it with everyone yeah i mean so it's oh for my pattern is oh, go ahead i walk into a room i walk into a situation and before i get there i'm like oh, fuck why am i doing this none of these people like me whether it's a gig, a performance, a job, a, 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 a meeting, a transaction, anything like seeing my family, right. whatever it is, picking Jack up from school. Right. Anytime I walk into a situation when I'm, I'm walking, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Nobody here likes me. Why am I doing this? These people are going to hate me. Yeah. And then it takes me a minute to to don't believe the hype, to fucking shake that off and get the ball rolling. So when I'm sitting in front of a blank piece of paper, part of that is, oh, why the fuck am I going to try to write some stuff or shoot some stuff? Right everybody fucking hates me right so that's why i'm because i need that time to get the ball rolling of clickety clickety click of to get past all that because i love ray bradbury's writing advice it's constantly just 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 doing it just to be doing it yeah because you're gonna hate everything that you're writing this is me paraphrasing what he said yeah but once you finally get that inspiration or get to the place where you like what you're doing, you're already writing. Right. You know, you're already in the groove. Yeah. I haven't been in the groove this whole fucking quarantine. Yeah. I was at first because I was still carrying over from real life, you know, and yeah. I got some some things written, some put up some some videos and stuff. And then it was just like. Well, I'm a fucking preschool teacher now, and right. I've been stuck in that. But like, I'm just excited to just have a little bit more room to breathe. Yeah, totally. Even like, <clears throat> when I read it, the Stephen King book, it, mm-hmm. I would give updates on we watch wrestling, and somebody. Every once in a while, somebody will make like a spreadsheet of like favorite wrestler, what we talked about, and then I would give an update. And I was reading like a hundred pages a week, mm-hmm. and like I, I'm still on like page two fifty of the stand. Like I can get through like a page yeah, every but you couple have like of days. Five different books you're reading. Yeah, but it's not even that though. No, I understand what you're because like I I like I'll read like. You know some of the Malcolm X autobiography here and there, or like a, the the 
Montgomery Cliff biography here and there. Yeah. But like like Spock must die that like 100 page Star Trek book it took me so long to get through it. Yeah. Cuz part of it is Jackie and then the other part is like I can't keep my eyes open. Yeah. Like once I start sitting down for a minute. If I read in the morning it's a little bit better. Yeah. I get it. I mean I fucking get it, bro. But even that, I fall into that pattern of like, God, you should be done with some like other people would all already be done with this book. I mean, and we can't even imagine what people are going through right now. Can't compare my insides to other people's outsides. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Yeah, the thing that I've kind of noticed the pattern for me is that I am not intelligent and I don't deserve um i'm not deserving of like good things you know so that's and it's funny because when i'm trying to like because education has always been a big thing for me my lack of like you know higher learning whatever has always been a big kind of thorn in my side um and so like when i'm trying to educate myself on things i'm just like that voice comes in and it's just like you can't do this you can't learn this you know you're not smart so you know i'm like looking up grant proposals and how to write a grant and i'm just like you're never going to be able to do this this is impossible and i'm like that's so stupid (laughs) that's not impossible people do it all the time you know so i was thinking about this today of just because it is just repetition it's trying failing Mm -hmm. repeating yeah until we just learn the process of of anything. Right. Which is golly how we learn. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Like that's that's one of the 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 being Jack's pre-K teacher this year was one of the greatest gifts I never knew I was going to be availed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was such an amazing bonding experience. It was such a a beautiful I get to be of such a ma- like service to this kid, mm-hmm. you know. I get to be a part of. I felt like such a dad. I felt so active. Yeah. In his life. Yeah. And just getting to know him and encouraging him and seeing him grow. Yeah. But it also reminded me of oh right this is, this is an ongoing process that is still going on for me at age 40. Right. Of learning, of trying. Even like, you know, we've been watching so much of uh, Community and Dan Harmon has, like I've got it hanging up, like the the, the story circle. Mm-hmm. It's such a brilliant device for mapping out a story. Right. Me and Jack watched the first Toy Story today and just like it was a reflex of like, I'm like, watching the story and like plotting out i'm like oh this is this is the world as it is then Mm -hmm. something happens something shows up buzz shows up changes the world Mm -hmm. woody wants something Mm -hmm. he wants he wants to be number one but he, he also he wants buzz gone well he wants buzz to realize that he's a toy right you know that's that's what he wants and then 
then they leave the comfort they get lost mm -hmm. then they they're making their way back they're buzz's house or whatever the dickheads not buzz the kid said you know then they're on the adventure then he gets what he wants which is always the low point mm -hmm. you get what you want but you pay a heavy price for it right buzz realizes he's not a toy and then he's he loses despondent yeah. right and so then he's got to apply everything the hero's journey is he's got to apply everything that he's learned along the way to come back into you know the daylight the land of the living right um and then they return to where they started changed for the better right and then they tie a nice little button on it because they get a puppy tie a nice little button on it and then um you know throw some dick jokes in there and Toy Story is just riddled with dick jokes. <laughs> it's also, it's crazy watching the first Toy Story, how, like, every scene, somebody's stupid, somebody needs to shut up. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh my God, guys, yeah, this is G? changed a lot. Yeah, twenty a G rating 25 years ago. It's like, ah, they can say shut up. Right, you idiot. At one point, the Etch-A-Sketch draws, like, a gallows and a noose. Right. At Woody, because it's like, we know what you did. You you tried to kill Buzz. Now we're going to kill you. It's yeah. like, this is not a G-rated movie. Yeah, cartoons never are, are they? It's wild. Yeah. And we're watching Toy Story. They showed the trailer for Bad Boys for Life before, and I couldn't believe it. Such a, such a good teaching moment. Be like, this is reality. Pay attention, kids. They show the trailer for Goodfellas before. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I love you, okay? Do I love you. Is our relationship good? Yeah, I think our relationship is good. I feel like so. it's good. We had, we had a good... We communicated with each other. We talked about some feelings. Yeah, I definitely in that moment felt like, oh, right, I... I need to recognize my, I need to acknowledge my fear in this moment. And that hasn't really happened in the moment. Usually we'll have a confrontation or like a conversation, quote unquote, and then I'll walk away and then I'll go, oh shit, I was afraid of this. And that's why I got s mad at you or whatever, or I, I started to confront you about something. And in the moment I was like, oh, I think I'm afraid of something. So I'll just say that fear out loud. And then it helped, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's... Things are, things are happening. We can't quite get into specifics right now. Right, exactly. Things and stuff and but stuff and things. But when things, stuff and junk settle, we will bring you, you all into the fold. That's right. Because we owe that to you. You. Yes, you. Listening to... Yes, you. Yes, the one with your finger on your chest. Listening yeah. to this right now. Mm -hmm. That's right. You. <laughs> Send us your emails. I love you, okaypod at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. I love you. I love you, okay? Okay. I do love you. Okay, I love you too. Okay. Okay, bye.